Hey, what's up, fuckers? What's going on? <laughs> you could beat me too, You just had a mouthful of meat. Mm-hmm. Chicken. It was. It was chicken. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> chicken. Oh, air quotes chicken. No, I think that's real chicken. I don't think this. Chinese, don't say it. I don't, don't think that Chinese restaurant it. uses cat. So I think we're good. Uh, welcome to the Turn of the Buckle podcast. I am Jason Hampton. Josh Cox. Will Clark. Lady Hampton. Hey, hey. She's back again. Can you believe it? We hadn't run her off yet. She kind of likes hanging out with us, I think. Maybe a little. Hey, I'll take a little. It's just because I'm here. I was going to say, it's because Will's here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know if Crack was here, I'd be here too. So. I tried. He had to work. I know. I've already seen him two nights this week. I got my crunk fixed. Two nights? One night. <laughs> I was about to say. Oh, no. <laughs> I was about to say, I know about one night. What the hell? <laughs> oh. So how's everybody doing this week? Good. This is audio, William. I'm focusing. <laughs> oh, you were asking us? I thought you were asking the fans. Someone should, you know, remind oh, me that I have right. to do homework before we. Do that's this. right. How are you guys doing this week? <laughs> good. 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 All right. Well, uh, we're gonna take a break real quick. <laughs> we just wanted to say hello first, like we always do. Uh, we're gonna run a commercial. Come back with the. Uh, Results of the wrestling throughout the week. Uh, let me go ahead and tell you. We're probably not going to talk about NXT because fuck that shit. I think that's what Will's writing down right now, too. <laughs> He's thinking you could have told me before, that asshole. Yeah, guys, we'll be right back after the commercial and we'll talk about everything that happened this week in wrestling. We are back. What hell of a commercial, Jason. Thank you. You like the new one? Oh, man. It's it's, it's like it's the same one. It, it, I just can't tell the difference. Good. That's what I was going for. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm eventually going to re-record this thing, that commercial. Yeah. And you're not going to know because you don't listen to the fucking podcast. I listen to it when I get the chance. But uh, we are back. Like I said, dinner and a podcast. Everybody knows we record out of order, and I'm the only one that's still eating. It's okay. <laughs> well, he freaking eat with the rest of us. Bitch, you still got food on your plate, too. Shut up. That's rice. It still counts as I'm food. I'm saving it. For what? A Midnight. Day? Yeah, because you're going to wake up and eat anything. You don't wake up. No, he wake up to eat. He does. He wake up to eat. Hey. Hey. Oh, sorry, you're recording. We are recording. It's okay. okay. You can get in on this too. We need your. uh, We'll need your opinion here in just a minute on something. Yeah. (laughs) I was gonna just talk about we weren't recording. Oh, it's okay. Go ahead. Thanks for your inventory with Honda. So we're good. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So I'm probably gonna get that. You're gonna get that. Are you gonna get it? Not if you're gonna get it. We both can't get it. You have to. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Sorry, I didn't get off track. 
Pick a color. No, see, it's okay because this is what we call, or not what we call, but one of the other podcasts I listen to call that a future callback. When you've already talked about something, but you record, you know, and it comes out at different times, call it a future callback. We know we're talking about cars and the pop at the end. Nobody else knows that yet. So when they hear it later, they're like, hey, they were talking about that shit earlier. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> okay, now let's get into the... Okay, before we get into the recaps, let's go ahead and talk about the news yes. uh, that you kind of shared with us. Uh, you shared it with us yesterday, I believe it was. Yes, yesterday morning. Uh, no, not that news. But she said helicopter, that's why I said woo. But she's talking about me taking my shirt off and spinning it. Like a helicopter. North Carolina, come on and breathe up. So, alright, anyways, go ahead. That's old music of mine, too, by the way. Alright, so the big news. Uh, yeah, the big news. Go ahead, Josh, you found it, you brought it up. Alright, so the big news is, AEW is partnering with Martha Hart and the Owen Hart Foundation to bring the Owen Hart Memorial Cup tournament to AEW. And that is freaking huge. That's definitely huge. Uh, but that also opens the door. Uh, you sent us the press release that got sent out. Yes. Uh, that opens the door. They said they're going to do merch. Owen Hart merch. They're going to do action figures, shirts, and all that stuff. He's going to be in the video game. Yeah, he's going to be in the AEW video game. And all proceeds and everything, or part of the proceeds, are going towards the Owen Hart Foundation to help raise money for that and everything. So, I mean, that's, that's fucking awesome. You know, Tony Khan never met Owen a day in his life, but he's doing stuff like this. I'm yeah. just glad his legacy's going to live on. Exactly. No doubt. And that's what wrestling fans wanted. It did, I know it's like 0.1% of the population, but for those that are getting mad and pissed off, fuck you. This is incredible. For a man who oh. literally laid his life. Who would get mad and pissed off? Ah, stupid. Vince McMahon kiss asses? Yeah. I mean, Vince McMahon is, so I had this whole conversation in my little group chat that I have with Justin and a couple other guys. There is no way that man can be as heartless as he comes across. Who, Vince? Yeah. The bad thing is, I think he is. Because you got to think, for him to build his company up in the 80s, he went and he took all the biggest stars from all the companies, basically shutting those companies down because he took all their draws. But I'm not really talking about that. I'm talking about, like, these tragedies, like Owen's death, Pillman's death. Like, you... But if you listen to Dark Side of the Ring, when she was talking to Billy, he said, she told him, do not bring up the drugs. And that's the first thing that was brought up. That's the first thing that was brought up. I mean, certain things, maybe. He might not be a, a complete heartless asshole to certain people. No, I think he is. But the stuff that he's done, it's a lot of fuel to the fire. But. I, just, I, I mean, he no. stopped his own people in his company from making money. Mm-hmm. There was no merch, no any kind of anything like that during the whole pandemic last year. And instead of letting people have their Twitch or their YouTube cameos. or any cameos and stuff like that, instead of letting them have that so they can make that money that they would have made on their merch, it's like, no, we own that and we're taking the money. 
And I, th- I think that's what... I think that's why I don't even turn on WWE anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Because I see all of the backstage stuff, the everything that comes out about Tony and the way the AEW treats their people. Yes. And it's... It's a complete... Such a drastic difference. Yes. It's like so many people, the minute they're walking along, Ruby, Brian, Adam, Punk, immediately say that they feel home. It's not tense. It's open. It's very, very friendly. It's a, it's a true family. The in that smile line. that is on Punk's face every time he hits that ring. Yeah. Every time. But you got to even go further back than that. The thing that brought Punk and Brian and Ruby and people like that to the company. Everything they did for Brody. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was sick. What was it? He got sick in November? Yeah. Was- got sick in November, died in December. But that whole time... Nobody knew. Nobody knew. It didn't get out. They didn't go and, you know, tell. Even though Meltzer basically, you could say, has a position in their locker room. Because of how close he is with the Bucks and Omega and all. Yeah. Even yeah. with all that, there was nothing. There were no news stories. Hey, this is why Brody's out. Brody's sick. Brody's this. Brody's that. There was none of that stuff. And so, you know, if they can keep stuff like that a secret, you know, and not really keep it a secret, but, but... Not tell it to the people that didn't need to know. I mean, I'm sure everybody listening to this has listened to Bruce Pritchard's podcast. He always says the quickest way to get any information out, telephone, tell a friend, tell a wrestler. It goes to everybody. But they were able to keep that in the locker room, keep it away, keep it to where his family wasn't getting bombarded, you know, yep. with all this stuff. And but, everybody saw that and they're like, okay, well, if they can do that, then, you know, it's not going to be the backstage drama getting out. It's not going to be this happening. And that. And that's what it, it's like. Wrestling, especially WWE, is not just wrestling anymore. No. It's who's fucking who, who hates who. Yep. Like, what dramas happen here? Like, or oh, let's see what this person said or did ten years ago. Let's bring this back up. Yeah. Let's watch a video they made. <laughs> okay, I watched those videos because I was curious. Leave me alone. He wasn't disappointed. Yes, Which one were you curious about? All of them. Xavier and Maddox. <laughs> <laughs> Best hatching. Look, I was real sad. I still can't get over Buff Bagwell being a jiggler. Oh, God. That is so damn hilarious. That's nice. He did say people can't handle enough. But yeah, so backing on track, the Owen Hart Memorial Cup tournament. Now, they never did release on when that would start, but to get all this stuff finalized and get paperwork and get merchandising rights and copyrights and probably stuff that Martha needs to do, it's probably going to be the beginning of next year, I'm assuming. And if that is the case, Jason brought this up. Who do you think is probably going to be the inaugural winner? Well, I said they should hold off. They had the press release out, but I said yeah. they should hold off until this person comes to the company. You're right. Just because for the past 
what, three to five years that he's been with WWE, he's been a living, breathing, walking tribute to Owen Hart. And that's Kevin Owens. Owens is going to leave. I mean, if he stays, that'd be... He'd be stuck just like he's, you know, stuck right now. But he's teasing that he's leaving. He's teasing that he's going to be out. Let him win the inaugural tournament. You know, that'd be a good way to introduce him. I mean, everybody already knows who he is anyway. But let him go in there. That's going to prove Big Star walking into a big spot. Uh, It'll actually put over the Kevin Steen instead of Kevin Owens. Uh, I think that would be a really good... I think it would be a good idea, but... You know, that's me putting the Booker hat on that I don't really have. Oh, we've all done that. But, and it's also a good thing because, yeah, they might not be able to use footage from him from WWE, but look at all the other places he was at. Stampede, NJPW. Oh, Japan, his match with Liger. Yes. They can use footage from there. They can use, they can still use footage of Owen. I'm sure Martha has hours and hours of homemade footage that she can give to them for them to use. And I'm sure there's stuff from him training in the dungeon. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Stuff that we've probably never seen. Yeah. You know how incredible that would be to see never before seen footage that even WWE don't have their hands on? That would be incredible. Sure, Brett has footage. I was about to say, and Brett needs to be, you know, uh, there to give the trophy, the trophy out. I'm sure he will. Because he's going to be so happy. What? What are you, what are you laughing at? Oh, God. You made the comment, uh, it's Owen, so make it be a joke, like a 300-pound trophy or, you know, something like that. Oh, yeah. Even better than that. Uh-huh. Make it look like a Slammy Award. Oh, my God. I was thinking of that not too long like, ago. Make it look similar to a Slammy. Like, make it Owen when doing the woo. Yes. Hey, Bulldog, you might have two titles, but you don't have two Slammies. He made that gimmick. I mean, a Slammy award-winning Owen Hart, and he would come out with both of his Slammies and have them up in the air. That needs to be the trophy, him with two, with his hands up in the air and make it look like he's got something coming out of his hands that kind of resembles a Slammy. Yes. And make it about the same size. I mean, that would be... And have him coming out. (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course, if it's Owens that wins... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Woo! <laughs> oh yeah, that's how we do it. With the stupid shit he's done in WWE, yeah, he would do it. Uh, some of the stuff he was doing with Sammy and Jericho, man. This is fucking comedy gold. Alright, now, uh... That's the big news. Uh, that's the really big news of the week. There might have been a couple little smaller... Stories we may be forgetting about, but that's the big... That's, that's the big news. Apparently, uh, Steiner versus Lawler happened. Scott Steiner? Mm-hmm. Wait, what? What? When did this happen? Probably happened in his Memphis promotion, I'm sure. I'll have to find a thing. Because I just saw it, I don't work. But while he's looking for that, apparently Scott Steiner and Jerry Lawler had a damn match. That's what he just said. I know, I'm just keeping them. The, the, I'm keeping the conversation flowing so we don't got dead air. Okay. So what do you guys think about the Owen Hart tournament? Who do you think should be the first one to win it? When do you think it should be introduced? 
how would you book it? Who? Oh, that's another thing we can talk. Shut up, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> how would you book the tournament? Would you do like a twenty-four man, a sixteen man? Would you do like? You can't do a twenty-four man. Why not? It's got to be divisible by. It's got to be able to go down evenly. Oh. So. Uh. Two, four, eight, sixteen, thirty-two, sixty-four. Okay. Well, I don't definitely wouldn't do sixty-four. Definitely wouldn't. I don't know if I'd do thirty-two. Uh, I would do a one-night King of the Ring style eight-man tournament. Uh, <laughs> an eight-man tournament is seven. <laughs> Sorry. For what? I mean, it happens. But it, yeah, an eight-man tournament is seven matches. Four first round. Two second round and the finals. Would you do it on a dynamite or a pay per view? I would do it on a dynamite. I mean, that could be that could be most of the episode. Hell, it could be the whole episode and in between interview segments, people can talk about Owen, people that knew him, talk about stories and stuff like that, ribs. Or do it like they're doing uh, Dynamite and Rampage this week, where it's the Grand Slam. The Grand Slam, so they're doing two hours of Dynamite and two hours of Rampage. Yeah. And do it that way. Do like the first round. Do the first round on Dynamite with all the interviews and people talking about him. And then do the semifinals and finals on Rampage with other matches and, you know, uh, maybe have different people from the Hart family there to do stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Why do you look pissed, Will? I was thinking, actually. Or would you do through the semifinals on the TV shows and do the finals on the pay-per-view? Yeah, I was saying do like the finals on the pay-per-view to give it a big bill. Yeah, I mean, they could do that, but Owen won the King of the Ring, which was a one-night tournament. That's why I was saying do one night One night. Or if you were going to do something like that, do it the Wednesday and Friday. I mean, even if it's not a two-hour rampage. Right. You do the one hour, that's three matches. So, I mean, you could you could do the whole tournament in two hours if you wanted to. And then you got an hour on Dynamite where you can do, you know, another match of women's title match or something and then the interview segment people talk about Owen what he meant to their career uh, how he inspired them to get into everything what they thought when you know when he died you know stuff like that so apparently it was last weekend at Jerry Lawler's uh, wrestling reunion thing oh nice All the bizarre matches that Jerry's had with Nadis on the list. He had a casket match with Enzo not too long ago. And now he's got a match with Scott Steiner. And Scott Steiner had a 144 and three quarters percent chance of winning that match, too. That ain't right. The numbers don't lie. It was, I like the way they worded the the article. Steiner, 59 versus Lawler, 71. Uh, (laughs) Jimmy Hart in Lawler's corner. Lawler gets the win after the referee hits Steiner with a foreign object. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, what kind of fuck shit? Memphis, that's all you gotta say. Memphis. But it happened in Mississippi. That's still Jerry Lawler in Memphis. That's... <laughs> yeah, it's only Mississippi. That is what that is right there. 
All right, but moving on. Do we want to stomach real fast to go through Raw? Uh... No. I mean, besides AEW, that's all we're going to talk about because fucking NXT. Well, then we got Smackdown. Well, one good thing could happen from that, though. Even though it's not going to last long. What? Von Wagner or Braun Breaker? Von Breaker. They're saying that they're <coughs> going to... They're, oh, they're saying that, that Von Wagner is going to be the next big star. That's what they say. He's going to be the next big baby face. And Braun Breaker is supposed to be the next big baby face. So, what the fuck? And Braun Breaker, really? Fuck you guys. Give he him Steiner's had, he name. has wrestling royalty. He had a name. He was going as Rex Steiner. Fucking no brainer. Why do you? Why wouldn't you want to capitalize on that? I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, they said commentary was even told. Don't mention Steiner. Don't say Steiner. Don't say Rick Steiner. Don't say Scott Steiner. Don't say Steiner at all. So it was referred to him as a dog face. That's why he got referred to as the dog-faced gremlin and, you know, an attack dog and stuff like that. Like, I want to do it some way. I mean, if you're going to bring in... If you're going to bring in the second-generation wrestlers, I mean, like, Bull Buchanan's son was in a tag team... A tag team match on the show. Yeah. He didn't have Bull Buchanan. He didn't have his last name. No, he didn't have the Buchanan name or anything like that. I mean... The way they're doing shit, you can tell that was a Vince McMahon show. That wasn't that wasn't the NXT that we're used to. I mean, you knew it was going to be bad when the one match that everybody knew was going to happen, that everybody was looking forward to, got changed when they took O'Reilly out of it. Mm-hmm. Take O'Reilly out and put uh, Von Wagner in. Which, Von Wagner? What the fuck? Yeah, what kind of a name is that? That's a WrestleMania main event name right there. And the main event of WrestleMania is going to be Roman Reigns versus Von Wagner. I could see that happening this year. This coming Mania. (laughs) Yeah, because they're running through all his other Mania opponents. They're giving him Lesnar at Crown Jewel. Brock could probably Survivor Series. How scared does Vince McMahon have to be to do that shit? I mean, seriously, they could have put the Lesnar thing off. They could have had him come out at Survivor Series like he did, but extend that to fucking, or SummerSlam, and extend it to Survivor Series. And then once he beats Survivor Series, he thinks, okay, I'm the head of the table. Then that's when The Rock comes out at Survivor Series and challenges him to Mania. Yep. But, uh, okay. So, we got NXT on the way. And, again, NXT. Fuck NXT. The main event of NXT was the four-way. Yep. Yeah, fuck NXT. The main event was the four-way. But before the four-way even happened, one of the guys in the four-way, L.A. Knight, has a match against... Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker. I still can't get over that fucking name. And he fucking loses. With, with two Ks. Two Ks. And Braun Breaker with two Ks goes over on L.A. Knight, who's in the main event for the fucking title. 
So why is not that? It, it's stupid to put him in. But why would he not be in the match at that point? It doesn't make fucking sense. Oh, apparently now they're shifting NXT again. To what? To. Oh, was it when they said there's going to be a, a quote, edgier yeah. product? It was edgy. Uh, among the points Fightful heard that they were brought up to include targeting more of the 18 to 34 demographic, including everything from in-ring work and aggression to harsher language and the like. Another point that we haven't verified was more lenience on female character gear. I was thinking about brown painting lashes. If they bring back... Mm. So they're going to try to get the 18 to 34 demographic that AEW's beating Raw in. Two weeks in a row. I'll tell you oh, right it'll now. It'll be three this week. NXT could beat Raw. NXT, what? There was times when NXT takeovers were better than main event big four pay per views. They were every time. Every single time. All the damn. All the damn Brooklyn takeovers were better than the SummerSlams that followed them. Yeah. I mean, and it was edgy back then. I mean, it was personal storylines. Tomasa Trump and Johnny Gargano was the most. the best feud in the history of NXT. I don't care. Fight me. Apparently, Gargano is leaving. Alpha FTR. Oh, that was a good one, too. Or, I'm sorry, The Revival and American Alpha. All the rumors are pointing to Gargano leaving. Well, because he's two, he's one of the indie midgets that Vince McMahon doesn't like. So, with Vince McMahon taking over, why would he stay? I okay, mean, let's get into this. Cody Rhodes proved you don't have to be signed with WWE to make money. So let's get through the fucking recaps of Raw and SmackDown so we can get something fun. Okay, Raw. What happened on Raw? Okay. New Day versus Bloodline. Why? Why? Why are you wasting that on free TV? Why do you put that on Raw when you could have it on Survivor Series? You could have extended that whole storyline out. And there was no reason why you had to rush it because they're all on different brands. So they can... Well, you're kind of standing over it now. You don't have to yell like you were across the room a minute ago. Oh, okay. Well, Sorry. They have this thing. That, they, so. You can't tell me some of the stuff that they did. I'm not going to get into the whole free TV versus a pay-per-view thing because Cornette pissed me off with that shit. Or not Cornette. Is it the Cornette or somebody I was arguing with on Facebook? One thing. Who's arguing with Cornette on Facebook? <laughs> I don't know. Cornette's stupidity kind of goes in with their stupidity. But, because I agree that there should be big matches on regular TV. Yeah, I can understand that. There should, but not when you rush into them and you don't let them breathe. I mean, the storyline, Big E confronts Roman on SmackDown one time, and then it's thrown New Day versus Bloodline. Because it's a threat to Roman's legitimacy. Okay, granted, that... Who gives a shit? You don't. You but can, the way that they're building the bloodline now is any minute threat has to be taken out to keep Roman on top. So with Big E getting all the attention he's got now that he's got the title. But the thing is, Big E having that title is no threat to Roman because that means Big E's leaving. 
I mean, he's already officially raw now, so. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, there's no, it makes no sense. If he thinks that, if that's supposed to be a threat and that's why they were going to take him out, it's not a threat because he's not even going to be on the same show. I mean, we'll probably see it again in either Clash of Champions or Survivor Series. It'll probably happen at Survivor Series, or they might do it. No, because Clash of Champions is when all the titles are on the line. So they, they won't do go, it then. Or they could go back to doing champion versus champion at Clash of Champions. See, I never liked those, though. Just because if you're doing those, you're either going to have a lot of disqualification finishes so both your champions look strong or you're going to put one champion over another and that champion is going to be made to look weaker. Well, I would I would do something I would like to start fresh in like whatever the like first paper first Whenever the season resets for Raw. That's probably going to be the Raw after the draft. But what I would do is I would do a little bit of time of going back to brand supremacy. Is Raw better? Is SmackDown better? Bring that competitive edge to both shows again against each other. They don't do that anymore. SmackDown's beating Raw every week. Well, they've already proved that SmackDown is the more important show to them. And if they did that, SmackDown being on Fox, it's a detriment to the company if they're wanting to do stuff like that. Because then it's going to be, you're going to have USA and Fox fighting it out, being like, well, no, I want my company to win. I want my company to win because... Fox is already on WWE's ass for not signing Punk. Fox gave him the open door. Fox signed Punk to the contract uh, for when he did the WWF backstage shit. Fox signed him to that contract. He was right there where Vince could have been like, hey, let's talk this out. We'll sign you to a contract. Hell, Fox was even offering to pay Punk Sanders for them to get him, and they still refused. But... I honestly think Punk would have still said no. Oh, yeah, I think he would too. I do too, but they didn't even try. Vince McMahon told Fox no. He said he's AEW's headache. Let him have, let them have his attitude. But he's not going to have an attitude because he's going to be treated right. But that was before he went to AEW when Fox was mad about them not signing him. Oh. Because Fox executives told Vince, hey, we got this guy in your house now, sign him. And Vince, that's when Vince told Fox no, he's not doing business with him. And then USA is mad at them because of the NXT situation. They switched nights, which granted that was, that had nothing to do with whatever. Uh, That was a, I think hockey decision because hockey's Wednesday nights and their hockey's going to USA. Yeah. Uh, But they moved them to Tuesdays and W or USA is mad because they're re, they're pre-recording the NXT stuff now, and NXT was supposed to be a live show per the contract that they signed. I mean, USA went to them and like this isn't what we're paying for. We we're paying for a live pro wrestling show, not this. 
So, of course, with New Day versus Bloodline, Bloodline went over because Lashley interfered. Well, Lashley did interfere, but they put Bloodline over. They put Roman over clean on Xavier, I think, didn't he? Yeah, it was Xavier. And then, of course, you had fucking Dewdrop versus Eva. For the fourth time. I thought this feud was over last week. And it'll be over this week and then next week. And Dewdrop won again. Did y'all see where Eva Marie says that her one shirt that she has is the top-selling shirt in WWE? That's a goddamn lie. No. I bet you nobody Because literally as soon as she walked out, I went and did... I took the dogs out when she came out. And I had the dogs out for a good five, ten minutes. I'm sorry, the werewolves. We don't have dogs in this gated community. Took the wolves I, out. I had the werewolves outside, let them run around, play, shit, whatever they had to do. I come back in, and her fucking music was still playing. Is she still on? I was like, yeah. I was like, what the hell? This isn't over yet? Her music is still fucking on? What the hell are you doing? So then after that, it was Orton versus Styles. Orton goes over. That was a decent match. I, what I saw. Best thing they did was send Omos to the back so he couldn't be a distraction. Yeah. I mean, I don't hate the guy. I've, we've talked about him before. Don't hate him at all, but it's one of those, let him get some more training. I mean, hell, they wanted to send Keith Lee back to NXT for developmental for more training because they didn't get his character. But they have guys like Omos on the roster that, Literally have no character and have no training that's got a fucking title. So, speaking of Keith Lee. Oh, God. Have you heard? The new name? The Bearcat? Bearcat? Keith Bearcat Lee. What is that? An O to Bearcat Wright? Who? Bearcat Wright, some black wrestler. I looked it up. I thought it was racist. <laughs> the only Bearcat I know is Cincinnati. And, and he's a Cincinnati fan. But he's not from Cincinnati. He's from Texas. So why don't he have some kind of Texas name? Keith In and Out Lee. <laughs> Talk to me about that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, why? Why Bearcat? Give him something in Texas. I mean, know. he already had a good moniker. He was. Limitless Keith Lee. They could have but, at least Keith Longhorn Lee. <laughs> but Vince doesn't understand that. He doesn't understand the whole Keith Lee limitless character. That's why he wanted to send him back. They wanted to try to do different things with him. He doesn't understand. Vince doesn't understand shit. So after that was Shayna versus Nia, which I wouldn't have mind probably watching that one. Just to see. It was pretty much like a squash. It was a squash. Shayna over hard. They let, yeah, they let Shayna just beat the fuck out of her and then did the whole arm break like she done with Dakota in NXT. They did that to Nia on the ring steps. Good. And Nia actually sold it like a son of a bitch. So I don't know if that's their way of sending her away so she can train more. But she refuses to train her, well, I mean, just because you're related to The Rock don't mean you can work like him. He's playing 
Somebody killed somebody's best friend. Good Lord. But yeah, I mean, it was a good... It was a good angle if Nia will go away and train. I mean, if she... If she keeps the whole I'm not going to train thing, fucking get rid of her. Hell, you get rid of people who could be an asset to your company, but you're not going to fire somebody that can fucking kill some, hurt somebody or kill them? I like how you put emphasis on the ass of asset. <laughs> but now maybe we can get Shannon back to being the badass that she was. I'm not talking about being everybody at once kind of badass like Chamber, but, you know. I'm not a Shayna fan. I mean, I'm not the biggest Shayna fan, but I think she can have a good... You like Charlotte and Becky, and you don't like Shayna? How do you know? That makes no sense to me whatsoever. Bitch, I haven't liked Shayna since she came into the company. We know this. I mean, she's like a more badass Sonya Deville. Oh God, and we know you like Sonya Deville. Yeah. He loves him some Sonya Deville. Oh, I do too. Daddy Deville's hot as fuck. I just don't fucking like Shayna. I never have. Fair enough. But I not. also didn't like Rhonda. No, no. No, no, we didn't like Rhonda. And she was one of Rhonda's little bitches, so therefore she got the same treatment. Oh, transitive property. There you go. <laughs> I'll explain that later as a math thing. <laughs> All right, next. Mansoor and Ali versus Carrillo and Garza. Okay, what the fuck happened here? I'm not against the Carrillo and Garza tag I mean, they look I'm good not against together. it either. They Well, they're cousins. They're related. So, I mean, it's like Primo and Epico 2.0. When they first came out, they almost looked like identical. I was like, okay, okay. I can get behind this, but where the hell did this come from? Because they need a new babyface tag team. But Andrew Marsh has been a heel. I was about to say they were more heel because they worked the Mansoor and Ali. I thought they were heel. Oh. Mansoor's a babyface. Ali's a heel. My brain hurts. <laughs> Mansoor and Ali are like the 205 Live version of Riddle and Orton. <coughs> Very good comparison. And I still don't get that either. And then... But somehow Riddle and Orton work, and I don't like it. It's, almost it's a superhero, crazy. Nikki. Almost a superhero, and yeah. and Rhea are like the diva version of Orton and Riddle. And yeah, I said diva, not women, because that's not like that's like some stupid shit they used to do back in the diva days. Well, that was the next match anyway. Oh, hey, look, transition. I didn't even. Hey, know the it. funny thing is, so they come out and they do this whole thing on Connor's career, which is awesome. Very good. And then they dedicate the match to the kids. I was like, I was sitting there thinking to myself, they're dedicating this match because they're dedicating this match to the kids. It'd be some shit if they lost this match. Were you really thinking that, or did you just repeat that? Because that's what Ollie said on Wrestle Talk. Ollie said it differently. So then you had Hardy versus Sheamus with Hardy going over. Well, hold on. Go back to the. That's not. Go back to the women's match because. No, because if it was Charlotte and Becky, you'd be talking all about it. <laughs> Just because you don't like Rhea and Nikki together don't mean you don't talk about it. I mean, I love Natty and Tamina, but I'm not talking about fucking Nikki. I can't. It's stupid. I hate the gimmick. It's fucking stupid. I, no. I do, too. I think the gimmick's horrible. But it's what got her on TV. It's care. what's getting her a paycheck. Okay. 
She came up with it. That's not that one of the. Make it better. I know, but that's not one of the dumbass things Vince said. You have to do this. This is one of those things. She's like, one more thing. <laughs> this is the whole. Hey, I've got an idea. Can I try this gimmick? But anyways, Rhea and Rhea and Nikki won the tag titles from for the kids. I can't even use my line that I would normally use because it was Connor's cure. That's not fair. Fuck the kids. Say it. I mean, shit. Fuck them kids. <laughs> I mean, they didn't win it for Connor. They didn't even know Connor. Anyway, Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson, he needs to dedicate his first AEW win to Brian, to Connor. Yeah, because that was Connor's favorite wrestler. It'd be so funny if they if they stopped, you know, using WWE and went to AEW. <laughs> <laughs> his favorite wrestler is Daniel. We're going follow Daniel. All right, next match. Hardy next. Sheamus. Whoa. Again, who cares? So. Are they actually going to build Hardy into getting a title of any sort, or are they just going to... He's just there to take the pin, I bet. He's he won! There. No. He had to win the match to get put into a triple threat match at Extreme Rules, so he'll take the pin at Extreme Rules. Yeah. So, look for Sheamus to go over. So, I saw this rumor, and if it is true, then I really hope it's not because they'll fuck this up. Hardy's wanting to bring his Willow character into WWE before he retires. Oh, Jesus. WWE will fuck that up. Look what they did with Woken Matt Hardy. God, that's horrible. The greatest gimmick that that man's come up with in years got over everywhere, and then you try to do it in WWE, and then... They don't get it. it. No. Vince didn't get it, so he didn't like it, and he just turned it into shit. He'll do the same thing with the Willow character. Yep. And I guarantee you, Vince, being as old as he is, the only thing he knows about Willow is the movie with the little person back from the 80s. <laughs> hey, we're getting a sequel to that at some point. Really? Nice. Starring Jeff Hardy. Nope. <laughs> All the original cast is coming back. No shit. Nice. And then, of course, main event, triple threat, Big E, Lashley, and Reigns, blah, blah, Reigns wins, woo. <laughs> I literally fell asleep during that match. No, I think I fell asleep before that match. I don't remember. You fall asleep when the music hits. I don't even remember Seamus Hardy, if that tells you how bad Raw really was. Normally, I can stay awake. Yeah, but I can normally stay awake and watch bullshit, but I couldn't do that last night. I have a way to keep him awake, but it's not very PG. PG-13, got it. You're allowed one fuck. (laughs) Okay. All in all, Raw was... They're trying to make it seem like a bigger deal because they're scared of AEW beating them in the rankings. So they're hot-shotting everything. What are you counting? Will's counting. I feel like SmackDown got the shit into some sticks here. Yeah. Yeah, because it shifted everybody to damn Raw. Because Raw had eight matches. And there was literally 
Four matches on SmackDown. Well, Raw also has an extra hour of time to fill. That they don't, don't fucking need. Okay, so that was Raw. They're trying to hot shot the card, like I was saying, so it's going to be a whole bunch of bullshit. Sounds like a good title for some whole bunch of bullshit. Uh, you didn't even talk about the Charlotte Alexa angle. Oh, yeah. Uh, Welcome to my playground. Oh, dear God. Apparently, a shit ton of people walked out of that arena during that. According to Alexa, they did not. Meltzer was lying. So, who do you believe? Meltzer or the person that was actually in the ring? Meltzer. I will say Charlotte's promo was pretty bad. The only thing badass about Charlotte's promo was an unscripted line that she pulled out of her ass. What what line was that? It's hard to tell. Uh, whenever uh, the crowd started chanting woo or Charlotte said woo or something and Alexa made the comment, that's not even yours. Okay. And oh, then Charlotte it. made the comment something about, oh, you really want to talk about uh, using somebody else's stuff? The only thing I disagree with that was it was Charlotte's idea to start doing the woo and be Charlotte Flair. She wanted to honor her daddy. Yeah, but she's doing all that and wearing the robes like him and everything, so it was her choice to do that stuff. Alexa was given the angle to do the stuff with the Fiend and then keep this shit going. Yeah. But the thing is, when Bray wasn't there, it shouldn't have continued. I mean, she had before we should have said, I don't want to do it no more. I mean, to be fair, I like Crazy Alexa. She's not even being Crazy Alexa anymore. It's just Black Lipstick Alexa now. At least she ain't supernatural hooky-fooky voodoo shit. That I agree. I say again, the Charlotte Flair Lily doll thing was fucking badass. But I do agree with what Charlotte said, that she wants Alexa back. Yeah, and maybe we'll get to that. Maybe they're building towards that. Maybe they're just finding the right person. You could have had the right person if they turned into a fucking superhero. Just saying. Well, I mean, every superhero has to have a supervillain. And... But Ruby's an Aiden. Well, yeah, but I mean... You can do the whole Alexa, best friend, now they're enemies deal, but, you know, it's all... Hey, let's do enemies again. Well, no, I mean for like an angle where they're fighting each other. Let's play with dolls. (laughs) Okay, what happened on SmackDown? Let's go to that. This was this past Friday SmackDown for all you guys. Well, yeah, it's not this coming Friday SmackDown. We can predict the future. We probably could. What are the matches for Friday's SmackDown? We'll tell you what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so does anybody know, like, the fucking, like, promo stuff? Because I didn't pay attention to any of it. No. Uh, I'm pretty sure there was a Big E promo, because it was Balor and Big E versus the Usos. Which Balor and Big E went over. Sounds about right. Yeah, going to have Balor looking strong going into the... Big-ass defeat. Pay-per-view. Boogs defeated Rude. I like Boogs. 
Remember when we first met him in Inch Thing? He was doing the Eric Bugenheim, did the air guitar shit? Yeah, that was awesome. Now and then shit. now it's shit. Basically, he's a baby face Elias. He's a more edgy Elias. He's, instead of he's a, Elias with an electric, electric guitar. guitar. Instead, yeah, instead of acoustic, it's electric. Elias is dead because Rick Boog stole it. I thought his name was Boobs. No, G. G, not B. G, not B. Okay. So, next was... Liv and Tony versus Carmella and Zelina. Liv and Tony go over. Zelina has not won a single match since she's come back. Fuck you, Vince. I wasn't even going to say fuck you, Vince. I'm like, that's the only takeaway from that match, really. I mean, you can't really say anything else because... Neither one of those are an actual tag team. Nope. It was just a random women's segment thrown together. Is it cold yet? It's very cold. Random women's segment that just got thrown together. So, I mean, it's... It was just there to fill time. Which is a bad thing to say. Because... uh, Liv Morgan... I mean, she's sitting back and looking what's going on with... Ruby and AEW and gotta be like, what the fuck? Again, another another wrestler organically got over because the fans wanted to see it and it's happening at the right time. She could have won Money in the Bank, but they didn't do it. Well, no, because the superhero had to go over. So, apparently, Happy Corbin attacked Kevin Owens. Okay. And so challenged Edge for one final match. Okay, the whole thing about the Happy Corbin thing. I love Happy Corbin. I could have loved Happy Corbin. But, where's your butt? Where everybody else's is. Tell me your butt. They had the perfect angle they could have done with him. He was the down on his luck. He was, you know, all this stuff. They could have had like the had him take the moral high ground, and instead they were like, "Oh, he hit it big in Vegas, so he's rich now, so he's happy," and just kept him healed. So all that stuff, the whole begging, trying to do whatever, you know, all that stuff was for nothing. It was stupid. I mean, at least do something out of it to where, you know, it could have been the whole you don't have to have money to be happy thing. But instead, it's you're not happy unless you have money, which is stupid for people to think about. What's that look? Okay. Oh, God. <clears throat> Liv Morgan and Tony Storm defeat Carmella and Zelina Vega via countout after Carmella suffered a broken nose from Morgan. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember hearing about this. It was, uh, yeah, she thought she broke her nose, and then they got back there, and Carmella and Zelina are talking, and they're like, your nose isn't broke. You look fine. So, again, I, nothing go nowhere. So, apparently, Morgan versus Carmella at Extreme Rules. What? That's, ugh. That's lazy booking. They have no reason to have a match at a pay-per-view called Extreme Rules. At least it ain't the horror show at Extreme Rules. So then Sami Zayn defeated Dominic Mysterio. Again? It was the third week in a row. 
And then Bianca Belair's hometown celebration. Okay, so the only thing I remember hearing about this... Ew. What? Uh, Belair sang Rocky Top. That's what I was just about to say. The, the only thing I heard about it is they sang Rocky Top, which is awesome. Glenn, uh, Kane, Kane came out and gave her the key to Knox County, and yeah, Lynch, then they sang Rocky Top together. Then Lynch interrupted... So she had to come to steal Belair's Thunder would accept that tonight. Unlike SummerSlam and Extreme Rules could be Belair's night. And yeah, and Becky left her laying in her own hometown, adopted hometown, whatever. I mean, you should know if it's your hometown and you're at the WWE, you're going to get fucked over. Every single time. Okay, can we talk about real wrestling now? Yeah, real <laughs> wrestling. Real wrestling. Alright, now we can be happy. <laughs> <laughs> so, first match of Dynamite. Adam Cole, Frankie Kazarian. I mean, Kazarian can still go like a motherfucker. <laughs> That's my biggest takeaway. Yes, away. he can. Not even, you know, Adam Cole looked good. Not even Adam Cole looked good because you knew he was going to. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, it wasn't that long ago he had that I mean, hell of a match with O'Reilly. Yeah. So, I mean, you know he can still go. You know all that stuff. So, there was no question about it. But, you know, Kazarian keeping up the uh, Chris clean, pretty match. I was curious if Adam was going to change a finisher or stuff since leaving. But, no, he still has the... Uh, Panama Sunrise and the last shot. The last shot, yeah. That last shot looked really freaking good, dude. Oh, God, yeah, it did. Sold it like fuck. Crumbled all the way down. One, two, three. Great match. Uh, and then the challenge afterwards. Oh, yeah, for Friday Night's Rampage. The, the click, super click. Young Bucks. The Bucks and Adam Cole, baby. Versus Christian Cage and Jurassic Express. So then you had FDR and uh, Dante Martin and Matt Sidell. Uh Man, you can't say enough about Dante Martin. Man, Dante he's Martin, fantastic. He's incredible. So good. So good, so young. Uh, the only, well, I guess the only thing to say, slow down a half a step. Because he can keep up, or FTR can keep up with him, but, you know, just... I do like them pairing him with Sidell, though. That. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, I mean, really good match. A whole lot of, you know, they, it was a real good back and forth. It wasn't just, you know, heels dominate the babies. You know, they let them get a lot in. And they've been doing that with Martin a lot. He's been getting a lot oh, of Oh, yeah, offense. a lot. Yeah, they've been letting him get some moves in. Well, that's what I was saying. Like that match, the six man against the Bucks and Omega that he was in. Yeah, they gave him a lot. Uh, then you had MJF coming out there. Running his mouth. Fucking talking shit. That's what he does best. Real happy that Pillman outsmarted him, though. (laughs) (laughs) What? It's got to happen every now and then. You can't have the heel kick the baby face's ass all the time. This is going to be his... This Wednesday is going to be his coming out party. We're going to get to see... 
what he's made of. We're gonna get to see if he's still got if he's got it. Which I'm curious. I haven't seen a whole lot of Pillman's work. The matches I've seen with Pillman, I love. He's done. I've mostly seen more character work than actual match work, but I don't watch a lot of dark, and you know I don't watch <coughs> that kind of stuff. And that's where he's been mostly doing all his stuff. The interview, he yeah, had Jr. with him and Jr. <coughs> that was great. That was really good. Um, Jay Cargill versus Layla Hirsch. That was a really. That was, was a good match. It was really good. Uh, made Layla look strong in defeat. Uh, you know they were going to let Jade win. Yeah, they're going to have her built up for a while. They're going to build her up, and I don't see her losing until she goes against probably Statlander in the future. I can see that. So, th- there's been a lot of Cornette's mouth running on this match. Because of, I guess, what happened afterwards, yeah. Yeah. So, Darby and Spears. Uh, I mean, Darby and Spears, Darby got his win back. The uh, the first big loss he had in AEW with Spears back in, what, 2019? Yep. Fight for the fall that year. And so it was a... Uh, I mean, they let him, it's been two years, and they let him get his win back over Spears, finally. But there was them doing that break in the middle with the face paint and all that. That's where... See, I like that. Because you think about, I mean... I hate to even talk about this right now, but SpongeBob SquarePants. They did a whole episode about him losing his identity because he didn't know where his name tag was. What's Darby's identity? The face paint. What's well, Sting's identity? Face paint. Well, you go out there, you wipe the face paint off, and I mean, it's just like... I wholeheartedly apologize for bringing up SpongeBob on this damn podcast. Why? <laughs> I hate that show. That's a great show. It did exactly what it needed to do. It made my point for me. If SpongeBob can lose his identity, anyone can. (laughs) (laughs) And we all need a seahorse named Buttercup. We snob. Her name is Mystery. It was mystery. <laughs> Good call, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. And then John Moxley and Kingston versus 2.0. I really like the fact I, that they're given 2.0 as much as they are. <laughs> uh, as long as I get to look at Daniel Garcia, I'm fine. Uh, <coughs> it's like I said before. 2.0 when they were ever eyes basically saved WWE when they needed somebody during the pandemic. Yeah. They were on Raw every week for the first like two, three months of the pandemic when they needed people. 
And then whenever people started coming back, Vince is like, okay, screw you guys I've never heard of. Go away. And then, uh, apparently they wanted to sign one guy over the other. And Did you hear that? Oh, yeah, I heard about that. They wanted to sign one of them and not the other, and they went to the one guy they wanted to sign. They're like, hey, get your partner and stay here with us, and we'll, you know, push in, we'll do this, and blah, blah, blah. But he stayed loyal, went to his buddy, and he was like, hey, screw these guys, let's go. So have they signed uh, Garcia yet, or is he still... No, they signed him. Yeah, they signed him. They signed him and Everize, all three. Or 2.0. They were ever eyes. That was a good little main event. I you know, like him. I had a chance. I could have brought up the Fresh Prince right there. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Why didn't you? Well, because we'll started talking and kind of... I was just like, okay, I'll let it go. But he didn't figure out a couple things. Uh, Malachi Black came out. Cut a promo. Rosario Dawson. Was not expecting that one. That was awesome. So it no, comes I'm out totally soon. okay with Rosario. Dawson <laughs> he being said we got a traitor in our midst. Rosario is wearing the Nightmare Family jacket. Well, she's on the Go Big Show with Cody. Cody starts coming out. She jumps on his back. 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 They brawl like hell. That's going to be great. Then you had Jericho and Hanger coming out, confronting Dan Lambert and the American Top Team. Oh, that was wonderful. I've never heard the word shit so many times in a promo. That's actually one thing that uh, me and Tyler were talking, uh, Tyler Gasway. Yeah. We were talking about it, and he's like, he was talking about how he didn't like that. And I'm like, yeah, it was a lot of shit. Because, I mean, you go back and you count, it was like, shit, 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 you're shit, I'm shit, 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 shit. You get a shit. Pussy. You get a shit. But I do want to see if this eventually leads to somebody on American Top Team Wrestling in AEW. Uh, like in a special challenge occasion. Well, I mean... It may, it just makes me giggle for it to be the American Top Team. Why? There's got to be a bottom somewhere. Oh, you're going... I thought you were talking about because it was the American top team. I thought you were going American there, not top. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I was completely on a different <laughs> different wavelength there. But no, I like the angle they're doing right there because the first people, or the first person that's really going against... American top team and the quote real fighters is Hager, who undefeated in the MMA. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, so close to oh, she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Alright, so before we leave, why don't we just throw down the card for Grand Slam tomorrow night? What? We still got Rampage Bench Oh now. yeah, I forgot about Rampage. Oops. I hate him sometimes. It's okay. He tries. He gets a little over anxious. Just wait till he says pop later. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Nope. I'm not going to say it. You can't say it right now. I'm not going to say it later. Not going to forget it. Five dollars. I bet you do. 
But, uh, yeah, I like the way that's going because you've got Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky that Lambert, every time he, you know, brings them up, he talks about their credentials and, you know, shoot fighting. Uh, Ethan Page even did the Karate Man gimmick, even though it was more comedic, you know? He still did that, so I kind of like where they're going with all that stuff. Uh, Josh, what do you think? Thank God he shut up. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, moving on to Rampage. Rampage. Opening match, Lucha Bros and Butcher and Blade. I really like the way they did the finish in this match. Uh, it looked like Looked like the Lucha Brothers were going over. They did the package pile driver with the double stomp combo deal that they do. Uh, then there's the, you know, Butcher's in to break it up. And goddamn Butcher's back. That just makes me happy. He's apparently spent all his time off to working the fuck out. Good. It just makes me happy that Butcher's back. <coughs> I mean, just... I know I said this last week when I talked about him coming back or whenever it was we talked about him coming back. He's one of those genuine good dudes. Like, if you follow him on Twitter, you see the stuff he posts on Twitter and stuff like that. He's, like, the nicest guy, but he looks like a mean, scary dick. Who are we talking about? Butcher. Butcher. Uh Nicest guy. All the shit you see him post on Twitter, you know, just as thankful as he is and nice as he is to all the the fans and everything, just to be able to play that much of a heel like he does. I mean, it's kind of like Adam Cole. You see Adam Cole talk on his Twitch and stuff like that. He's one of the nicest, most appreciative people. Then he gets out there and story time with Adam Cole, baby. I'm an ass. You know. But, uh, Back to the tag match. Uh, going into the finish, they tie Penta's mask to the ropes. Uh, they're about to kill Phoenix, and Penta takes his mask off, covers his own face with his hands, hits a super kick, and Phoenix is able to get the pin. Sacrifices. And that's something you don't see. Because <clears throat> everybody knows Luchador's mask is their most sacred thing. Yep. And then, mm. what, HO... Then the rest of the Hardy family, HFO, yeah. uh, private party comes out, attacks them. Santana and Ortiz come out for the save. Santana and Ortiz come out to make the save, and I am salivating for Santana and Ortiz against the Lucha Bros. That's going to be some amazing shit. Oh, God, yes. Or tag them up, Santana and Ortiz, with the Lucha Bros against the two Hardy tag teams. Anything to get more Butcher on TV, I'm all for it. <laughs> uh, I think next was Bunny and Anna Jay. Uh, both of them improved tremendously. Uh, I mean, Brody didn't name her 99 for nothing. He saw something in her. I mean, she's improved a lot. 
uh, having Ty Conti come out with her and nobody else, you know, leaving the Dark Order in the back, still, you know, doing the Dark Order stuff when she gets in the ring, you know. Yep, they're still, the Dark Order still, you know, having their issues still falling apart. But. It's okay. Wyndham will be there soon. The cult. And then, uh, Anna Jay wins, and then Penelope Ford and the brass nuts. Bunny with the brass knucks that she did not know how to use at all. <laughs> You'd think she would have practiced putting brass knucks on if she'd never done it before. Did you notice that? I did not notice that. She tried to put them on backwards, and she turned them around and still kind of fumbled them, almost dropped them. She finally got them on, knocked them both out. Uh, and then Matt Hardy starts cutting a promo and talking about the Orange Cassidy lookalike in the front row. And they turn and zoom in. It's and it's Clint. fucking Clint. And I loved it. <laughs> I was, so, I break the rules and I usually end up watching Rampage at work. Right. And I'm sitting in the office and I'm like, and it gets to the part with Clint and I'm like, I fucking know him! <laughs> <laughs> I know him. Shout out, Clint. I told Jennifer, I'm like, you should text Nakai. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's she's still, every time we see her, asking about Davey how he is and everything. Oh, that's awesome. Then you got Miro and Fuego de Sol. I love Fuego. I love Miro, too. I said Fuego. And I said I love Miro, but I also said two. Exactly. Like, I had said I love Miro, <laughs> no, but I didn't. <laughs> Shut up. I do like Miro, but I love the Fuego deal. Oh, I mean, man. a luchador from Alabama. <laughs> it's that underground luchador fighting scene in Alabama. Oh, man, it's so great. The luchador from Alabama, just the accent and everything from the mask. And then uh, I like the fact that he wasn't able to hit the DDT in this match. And Miro kept stopping him and all that. And then, of course, uh, it was the title versus Fuego's new car. Which Miro didn't even want. He wins and then starts shoving the keys down his throat. and Locking in the game over. Out comes what I hope is the next feud. And if this is a person to take the belt off of Miro, I'd be okay with it. Guevara, Guevara come out to make the save. Help the TMT title up, yep. I mean, those two can have some, they could have some fucking killer-ass matches with each other. And then just the promos that Miro cuts before his matches. I like celebrating my God above and my, and my wife, wife below. below. <laughs> <laughs> this is the words of the Redeemer. Like My thought is, whenever she finally decides if she's going to come to AEW, is she going to look at him and be like, okay, you got to stop with these promos now. <laughs> in with it. My wife, my wife below, next I know, she comes up from the screen. <laughs> Stand up into frame, wiping her. <laughs> you have been redeemed. What? Well, yeah, I can see that just because of the whole Twitter thing with the redeem these nuts t shirt. <laughs> I want the fucking shirt. Oh, yeah. Redeem fish. these nuts, and Miro's like. They were redeemed, and then she was, she's back, and she's like, and I'll redeem yours later. 
I thought it was hilarious. I think it was her that cut the promo. The tank that Mira uh, came out of it at WrestleMania. Apparently, they banged on it. That yeah, time. they banged in the tank. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I mean, what else are you going to do if you have access to a tank? But, uh, yeah, that's the weekend wrestling. Raw and SmackDown were their typical shit. AEW was good. Fuck NXT. Uh, (coughs) AEW and the Owen Hart Foundation are, you know, their team up. So excited about that. Uh, Anything else you guys want to say about anything? I will say apparently the one match on Dark or Elevation or something with Janela versus Sunny Kiss was apparently really good with them okay. breaking that group up. Nice. I didn't like that them breaking that up. I like that tag team. I like that dynamic that they had together. I'll say it again. I'm a huge fan of Sunny Kiss. I'm a huge fan of Nyla. Mm-hmm. And I'm a massive fan of the way AEW is treating them. Well, there was a. Uh, I know I've I know I've said this, and I don't know if it was on the podcast or if I was just yeah, telling you the article they did. Yeah, uh, it was about you know Sunny Kiss, Nyla, and then Anthony Bowen also. Yeah, I forgot about that. Uh <clears throat> But yeah, everything AEW's done with Nylon, with Sonny, ever since they've started, you know, making a big deal about them signing Sonny when they did, you know, not just being like, okay, yeah, this is another, another guy. And every and the way that <coughs> the locker room defends Nyla. Oh, yeah. yeah. Against the backlash. Like, it's just, it's fantastic to me. Uh, before we do uh, break off from this segment and go to our little uh, not really a break just our little kind of breather session before the next segment that we do uh, Jake Atlas uh, he actually announced his retirement from wrestling saying that he was done I. 26 years old, I think they said he was. Been wrestling for five years. Uh, said that it wasn't worth his mental health, everything mentally that he's going through. Right. And, you know, this podcast, uh, going back from the start with Drew and everything, you know, we were all, it's always been, you know, take care of your mental health, take care of this. Uh, yeah, I know just about everybody has some type of issues with mental health. Uh, you know, just take care of yourself. I mean, I know a while back, uh, and I don't know why this article came up when I was looking through stuff today, uh, talking about Daphne. Uh, you know. <clears throat> I it's uh, I it's out there, so I'll go ahead and say it here. Uh, 
did you see the uh, way that she killed herself? It was a self-inflicted gunshot to the chest. So, you know, that wasn't instant. That was, that took a while. So, you got to think, you know, shot to the head, boom, it's done and over with. But you do that, and the whole time, everything, the whole time you're bleeding out, you got to think, you know, I just did this. I really did that, you know? Yeah, it's... It's, so, I mean, it's traumatizing. I don't, I don't think Jake Atlas was to that point, or I don't think it was anything like that. But just recognizing that he needed to step away, step away, get the help, and everything. I mean, and for it to be a male athlete that steps out and says that is yeah, for him to come out and actually say that that's why because. Let's face it, men are stubborn as shit. Definitely. We, we yeah. don't admit we need help. We don't admit we have problems. We don't admit we... Because it's the stereotypes behind men that we're supposed to be the rock solid. Put That's it a bullshit stereotype. It is. It's a very bullshit That's stereotype. That's a total bullshit stereotype. Like, the minute you don't ask for help is when everything goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I mean, we've all had a habit. I mean, I'm number one to be like, you know, I'm here if you need to talk, but I won't talk about shit. Like, I bottle everything up until I absolutely, like, lose it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I'm, I'm the same way. I don't like to talk about things. If something's bothering me, I don't want to talk about it. And that sometimes causes issues with me and Jennifer because... You know, we've talked about everything, you know, we're supposed to be open and honest and, you know, not hold anything, not keep anything. If something's wrong, if something happens, you know, just go straight to them. And we got into it because, you know, I had something going on and there was something wrong with me and I didn't tell her about it. Well, that's like, you know, me and him had the conversation when we went camping that weekend. Mm -hmm. I can literally look at him or you or Jennifer or any, and instantly know something's wrong. Yeah. But we can all do that with each other because we've been around each other. We've been friends for so long. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows, especially with me. Yeah, you wear it all over your face. Bro. I, I do. I do bad. My emotions are all over my face. And I, I'm the same way. I bottle stuff up and for me, it's I wait till I'm at bed at night and I sit there and cry myself to sleep or thinking about. Or I could just watch something simple on TV and it just breaks yeah. down into hysterics. And you just you just replay your whole day or you just replay your your life and you're like I'm wondering if you're doing things right. Which note to self: if you are in a in 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 an emotional state, do not watch Grey's Anatomy. No, if you're in an emotional state, or even if you're not, don't watch Grey's Anatomy. Watch something better. Uh, kiss my ass, asshole. Yeah, watch ER. Watch Scrubs. But yes, hey. uh, Scrubs is the most... Uh, I can't remember how it was worded, but it is closest to actual medical than any other show on TV. I don't care. <laughs> 
it doesn't have George and AZ and Alex in it, so I don't care. No, it has JD and Turk. Care about them? I do. And Dr. Cox. Still obsessed with the Cox. He'll admit it loudly on the podcast, but... But anyways... uh... But yeah, back to the whole mental health thing. You know, if you're struggling, get help. Talk to somebody. Somebody you trust. It doesn't have to be professional. You know what? Fuck it. All of us here... It doesn't even have to be... It doesn't even have to be somebody you trust. It's just, you know, talk to somebody. Somebody, yes. I mean, even if it's, you know, the bum down the road that wants a dollar, you know, give him a dollar and be like, hey, man, you know, I know you're going through some stuff. We all have hard times. You know, I mean, even something simple as that, you know, just finding somebody to connect with like that. It's true. Our mental health comes first because... Mental health will affect you physically. And the the thing that people don't understand or they under... Well, surely they understand it, but they don't give a shit. What you say affects every single person around you. Yeah, like, yeah. you might not think what you say affects somebody, and the person that you said to might not show it that it affects them, but it does. It, it can and it, it, it stays with people. Whoever said words don't hurt was a fucking liar. Because they can. That was everyone in kindergarten. <laughs> no, Cher definitely said words hurt. She also said if I, could, if I could turn back time. If I could find a way. I'd take back those words that would hurt you. And you'd stay. <laughs> Talk to somebody, like Will said. Open door policy. Reach out to us. We're always open to talk to somebody. Absolutely. Yeah, it's always good to talk to somebody more fucked up than you are. And trust me, that's us. Yep. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Especially Josh. The fuck? See? Closets, the whole thing. Skeletons are coming out of? Coming out of. Gotcha. Skeletons, roast beef, and cheetahs. What the fuck? Skeletons, roast beef, and cheetos. Cheetahs! Oh, okay. That's the other X. Yeah, I know we got a little deep right there, but... It, it tended- Sneak up on you like that sometimes. Yeah, because I was just going to make mention of the Jake Atlas retirement and why and everything, and then it just kind of spiraled, but it's okay because we've said it. it is, that means somebody out there needed to hear it. And it's like we've said before, this is our therapy. Yep. We get together and we talk and we hang out and we laugh and we joke and, you know, everything we talk about isn't on the podcast. Some of the things we talk about are off of and... You know, sometimes that's when everything gets real. I mean, we've had podcasts in the past that we, uh, before we started recording, we were having conversations and then we get 30 minutes into a conversation. We're like, shit, that should have been what was on the podcast this week. Yeah. I have moments where we're 
fucking boohooing before the podcast and have to. Or after. Or during. <laughs> yeah. Or during. It's been a while since that's happened, but. Oh, it's coming up. <laughs> well, yeah, because, I mean, as crazy as it seems, we're coming up on the one year anniversary of Drew's. Oh, God. Yep. A few more weeks. And so, you know, that's so going to be. We'll probably do a little tribute. That's going to be crazy. Uh, uh, I've got an idea. And speaking of, Drew, Rebecca just happened to stop by randomly Sunday night. Nice. And, you know, just said hey, hung out for a little bit, and had to go. She mentioned that she wants to get back on the podcast, but she doesn't know when she'd have a chance to. So I'm probably going to wind up sending her the link where she can just kind of send us in a message every week and be like, hey, guys. Yeah, I had... I reached out on her birthday and was like, hey, you know, just letting you know, happy birthday, we miss you, need to come hang out with us on the podcast night one night or something. Yeah. Yeah, I think everybody messaged her on the birthday. I told her that, you know, we missed her and we loved her and all that stuff. Got an idea. Talk off the podcast, but I got an idea for one year. Dictated Bob's vodka? No. Oh, hell no. Fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) No. Drew, no. Drew ruined that for me. Yeah, Drew's not here to stop him anymore. <laughs> or at least just help him get to sleep. But, uh... Even if it was choking his ass out. Whatever. Hey, whatever got him hey, to sleep. Hey. I tried, but mine wasn't to put him to sleep. <laughs> I was almost in the ground. You're supposed to permanently put him to sleep. Right. But, uh... Right. Hang on just a second, boo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Love you, sweetie. We'll take a break right here, then we'll come back with our, uh... Mount Rushmore. It was the Mount Rushmore this week, not the top five. Yeah, you gotta. Rem- we already. I mean, we're about to record this. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be back, guys. Yeah, we'll be right back, guys. All right, guys, and we are back and uh, ready to go over our list of the Mount Rushmores of professional wrestling. Me first. You first. Yep. Okay. I like that she cheated and has a very short list. No, I just, I added. I have four and four. Do you? Yeah. Awesome. So, before you start. Okay. This, since it is completely subjective, I don't think we're going to be able to come up with a definitive turn the buckle list. Do you? We can draw them out of a hat. I think most of us will have a lot of the same ones. No. Eh, good point. Not on mine. Well, there's one outlier. She. <laughs> but okay, so we'll try to do the best we can to come up with the list. The list. But you want to go first, so, honey, you just took another mouthful of meat. You wait till I shove more meat in my mouth. Well, it's the best time to get your honest opinion. So, <laughs> I. <laughs> my Mount Rushmore is my childhood people. Oh, that's perfect. That's what you grew up with. That's you, what you... Wait, are you just doing men or are you doing women too? I did women. She got, she got both. When it was actually wrestling and not Charlotte Flair. I, I well, hate You just Charlotte took Flair. Josh's number one. All <laughs> right. Women. China. Okay. Lita. That goes without being said. I mean, very true. Yep. Sable. Okay. Okay, yeah. And Molly Holly. 
I have three of the same four as you. <laughs> nice. Okay. I got two. I got two. <laughs> okay, so are we going to go ahead and do all the women and then... Yeah, y'all go ahead and do women. Yeah, do them. All right. Josh, what you got for your list of the women's Mount Rushmore? China. Okay. Lita. Okay. Trish. Okay. And Alundra Blaze. I almost said Trish. I was going back and forth between Trish or Lita. No, that was never up for discussion. I mean, Trish and Lita had probably the greatest rivalry. So, Alundra Blaze or Medusa? Medusa. Probably Medusa. Because, I mean, it's the same person. I mean, it's the same person, but what Medusa did... Totally different style. What she did when she threw the women's title in the trash on WCW Nitro was, what most people say, the start, the first shot in the Money Night Wars. Okay. Babe, you don't do good at this dinner in a podcast. What do you mean I don't do good? You don't eat. (laughs) Because somebody's got to try to talk all through so there's not a whole lot of I'm here now. I never shut up. Yeah, you do. Burp on the podcast. <laughs> so I know that one of mine's probably going to be a disagreement. Doesn't matter. But I have, I have a reason. Well, I've got them. my yeah, number I, one is going to be the most controversial one that anybody's going to say tonight. If you fucking say, <laughs> if you fucking say Peyton Royce, that was my one through four, honey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to it. So. I have a Lundra Blaze. Okay. Mm-hmm. China. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, we know China's on Mount Rushmore. I did Trish and Lita as a tie because I couldn't pick because oh, no, no, they, is... <laughs> they were both my fucking See, childhood. that's where I was going back and forth. Which one do I pick? <laughs> and then my number four is the Bellas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Eh, I can see that. I, I just... <laughs> Josh is going to go um, play in traffic. Sorry. Yeah, Josh, go play speed bump. <laughs> <laughs> He's barely bigger than one. Oh. Well, at least you didn't say Charlotte. Okay, now. If you, you say Charlotte, we're divorcing. Can I go more controversial than that? Yeah. I mean, big time, yeah. Waiting for Like, it. my number one's been canceled. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I think I know who it is. Keep going. Number one, Fabulous Moolah. Okay. Oh, I almost put them on there. Who's it? Moolah and May Young? Yeah. 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 No, Fabulous Moolah, like the original, <laughs> the longest reigning women's champion ever, and no one will ever top that reign. Because no one can. She won the belt in the, what, 50s and lost it in the 90? 90s? Well, that's not <laughs> controversial for her. I mean, that's. But, no, but she's her, controversial. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard everything that's gone on, like, Dark backstage. Uh, so apparently the story goes is like she was a pimp and all the women and all the women that trained under her were like her hoes. Do you, boo-boo? Do you? And she would take like all of their money and keep them poor. Oh, that's kind of shitty. And yeah, basically be like, okay, you're going to go to this territory and wrestle these people. But while you're there, you're going to make sure you're banging this guy to keep them happy and we can keep sending girls over there. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I think that's kind of the gist of it. Pretty much. But at the same time, I am the firmest believer in the fact that people's personal lives have no effect on their professional life. I can agree with that. They shouldn't. I totally agree with that. You have to be able to separate 
person from character. Mm -hmm. Okay, honey. All right, number two, Lita. Uh, So, China and Lita are on a Mount Rushmore. Number three, China. And number four, Molly Holly. So, Molly Holly's on. I 100% believe she was the best worker throughout the Attitude Era for the women. Mm -hmm. So, did did you say Molly Holly? I didn't have her bathroom. I didn't. I didn't. Because I was trying to think, like, generational. Yeah. Was. Right. But see, I don't see anyone from the modern era currently being at that level yet. No. no. Nobody. That's why the closest I went was was the Bellas because they transitioned from like the model to the actual worker. Because they transferred from diva to women's right. revolution. Yeah. Now I'm not gonna sit here and lie like I my part of me wanted to put Paige down on all this because uh, I love Paige that is bitch. a badass. I love me some. Who may be coming back soon? Yes. <laughs> Too bad she can't just get her release and come back to a different company. Yes. Because that would be a very good addition to AEW's women's division. We should put January on the tweet. That could be when her contract expires. So what's two that you guys have in common? We both have Alundra. Okay. Alundra Blaze Medusa. Are you good with that? Yeah, definitely. Yep. Uh, Like they said, the whole throwing the women's title away on Nitro. I mean, I just... I watched today while I was at work the uh, Shane Douglas throwing down the NWA title. Like they had, I saw this thing, it was the entire match. It was him and Two Cold Scorpio for the NWA title. Shane Douglas wins, throws it down, declares himself ECW champion instead. So I, I mean, love y'all, but China's going number one. Oh, that's fine. Oh, I put China <laughs> Lita, Molly Holly, Alundra. Okay. I didn't really put it in order. I just wrote it down. China Lita, Molly Holly, and Alundra Blaze, Medusa. That's good for everybody? Great. More toward Medusa. Yeah, more towards Medusa than Alundra Blaze. But her matches with Bolnikano were fucking awesome. Right. Okay, so who wants to start the men's? Well, I just, before y'all start, I just want to say how happy I am that everybody said Molly Holly was good with them. That, how could you not? I mean... I love Molly, but like... Trish and Lita were my my two go-to women then. Yeah. Same well, I think well, that was Sable, everybody's. I mean, Sable was the And same I love Sable, too. Yeah. Yeah. Sable was... You don't see the wrestling we Victoria. saw then now. I don't care what anybody says. No. You no. don't see that. And you won't. Have you gone back and watched any of the old episodes of Raw and stuff like that, though? I mean, when we did, when we first got, the network first came out and stuff, but... Because you sit back and you think, man, it was so much better back then, and you go back and watch it, and you're like, this really wasn't that great, but I loved it so much more than now. <laughs> yeah, I... I I'm re-watching, like, Raw Smackdown all the way through. Like, I'm in, like, mid-2000 Yeah. Now. <clears throat> like, Trish hasn't even <laughs> came in yet, like. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, but yeah, now uh, we'll go ahead. We can move on to the men's Mount Rushmore. Babe, you want to go ahead and start this I one do, too? ladies, first. <laughs> Um, again, my childhood, I'm probably... Well, be an argument between me and you? Y'all are... <laughs> y'all are going to probably be like, eh, you could have done better. No, because I guarantee I have one the same as you. Well, we I'm sure have y'all had a couple, but one may be controversial. Not controversial. Anyways. If she put Roman Reigns on yeah. this list, Fuck no! <laughs> I even watched him last night and got mad just looking at the screen. Because they said demon. And I was like, fuck 
you. <laughs> Fuck you. Anyways, of course, Stone Cold Steve Austin. We discussed him last time. When you hear wrestling, you think of Stone Cold. Anyone is going no to. No doubt. If you grew up in the era that we grew up in, mm-hmm. you're going to think. If you Stone were a Cold. child in the 90s, Stone uh-huh. Cold was everything to you. I mean, the leather jacket, the skull, the beer, all of it. My daddy will still send me messages every so often using a Stone Cold Steve Austin reference. Oh, hell yeah. He'll say, oh, hell yeah. Or, I, I don't remember. But That's he the bottom line. Bottle, yeah, it's so funny. Um, <clears throat> and then, of course, I went with the people's eyebrow, the rock. <clears throat> you good? Yeah, I choked on soup. Uh, at least it wasn't meat. See, dinner and a podcast. You tell me I need to eat, I eat, and I choke. Well, we're all done. You still got your whole meal. <laughs> like I said, Anyways, I back on track. Um, I skipped that one because that's my one, and I'm like, yeah, they may not agree. Um, Macho Man. Oh, very good one. Oh, I just thought of one I could have put in place of this one, but it's okay. Um, I'm gonna say Kevin Nash, but Josh knows growing up together. I was the biggest D-Generation X fan ever. Ever. X-Pac. But I was like, they're not going to agree with any of that. No, see, I can I can honestly see either Kevin Nash or X-Pac because X-Pac was on both sides of the Monday Night War. He was in the NWO, and then he was in DX, and then he had the X-Factor deal. So, yeah, I could... X-Factor. Now you're dealing with the X-Factor. But yeah, he had all that going on, so I could see that. But yeah, Kevin Nash, I think, is a really good one. Founding member of the NWO, that's the biggest. Had the biggest contract in WCW? Literally, he had the biggest contract in WCW. If anybody got hired in making more than him, they had to redo his contract to make his hire. Wow. I wish that was the struggle of us nowadays. Right. (laughs) All right, Josh, you ready for yours? All righty. And as soon as I said, sorry, as soon as I said Macho Man, I was like, oh, Ultimate Warrior. Like, why didn't I think of the Ultimate Warrior? (laughs) Have you heard Ben's Ultimate Warrior story? Oh, God. Uh, On track. Go, Josh. Go ahead. Let me hear the Ultimate Warrior story. Oh, Lord. I'm so Ben goes, Ben's favorite wrestler of all time, (laughs) everybody knows, is Shawn Michaels. He goes and he's at a house show. Uh, his dad worked with a former uh, NWA light heavyweight champion, junior heavyweight champion, something. Yeah. Got him tickets, got him backstage. First person he sees is Shawn Michaels. Oh, yeah, he says, do you know where the Ultimate Warrior is? He's, yeah, he walks up to him and he goes, the guy's like, hi, I'm Sh-. He's like, hi, I'm Shawn Michaels. And Ben looks at him and says, hi, where's Ultimate Warrior? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. All right, Josh. All right, my list. Okay. The Rock, of course. Of course, of course, you got to have Stone Cold. All right. All right, my next two, The Undertaker, cornerstone of the wrestling business. I don't know why I don't ever think of him. See, In my whole life growing <laughs> up, you know, that was such a big deal. Such a big deal. I thought, I thought about The Undertaker, and I almost put him on, on mine. But then you got to think, you know, all the other people. If you put The Undertaker on there, you would have to put, you know, Kane on there. Or, you know, if you have Undertaker on there, you would want to put Hulk Hogan on there. Because Hogan Undertaker was the big start of it, you know. Yeah, the biggest longevity in the history of the business. Best character. 
able to adapt. I mean, again, of course, controversial. The best never, manager. I never liked the damn. Oh yeah. American Baddest Game. I thought that was the worst game he ever did. It was fucking stupid. I hated it. Sorry, that's my opinion. I mean, I can, can I take? Can I take Macho Man and put Paul Bearer? <laughs> We should do a Mount Rushmore of managers one week. <laughs> All right, I'm going to the top of my list. All right, and number one. This is recently controversial, too. It's Flair. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Let me go get the helicopter real quick. That's insane. We're not going to go into that. We don't know if it's true. We don't know if it's false. Jonathan Coachman has a lot of opinions. <laughs> Lord have mercy. That man was tweeting but, up a know, damn storm. Can I try but when you thing? when you break all four of these guys down, Taker, a cornerstone of the business, able to transcend, locker room leader, very good, longevity. You got Rock, great character, great piece for the business. He transcends outside of the business. Not only was he once the biggest wrestling oh. star in the world, but now he's the biggest movie star in the world. Nobody okay. else has ever done that. Of course, Austin. If it wasn't for Austin, arguably the Attitude Era. WWE probably would have lost to WCW. And of course you got Flair, one of the highlights of the territory days of NWA, going across the, the territories to defend his title over and over again and putting so many guys over and making so many guys look good. So, you break all those four downs. Easy. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, no, Will. My, what you got, I have, I have a recommendation for um, a, a top well, when he's done. Okay. So, I'm just going to go down the list because it's mine's self-explanatory. Hogan, mm-hmm. Flair, uh-huh. Taker, and then Austin and Rock. That's five. I do. I, it's one of those, like, <laughs> that's what I was you say. can't when have he, one without the other. Yeah, when he was talking just now and said Stone Cold, the, I'm like, yeah, but it was always Stone Cold and the Rock. Like, there was never. If they ever build, <clears throat> build an actual Mount Rushmore, it could be Austin, Stone, and Rock. But well, the have, thing is, you also had Austin Rock, but then you had Austin Angle and everything they did together, and Austin Taker, Austin Taker, and the whole ministry thing, Austin McMahon. But my whole argument, without Hogan, without Flair, we would not have wrestling. Because Hogan's who gave them mainstream appeal. I didn't know. Hulk Hogan, that's what got me interested <clears throat> in wrestling. I mean, that's... Growing up, I was a huge Hulkamaniac. I have to take one of mine back. Okay, who Jesus. are you taking away? <laughs> I'm taking away Kevin Nash. And okay, you you're replacing place. Kevin Nash. I'm Josh, you're gonna, you should know. Oh, she's gonna Edge. No. Edge. No. Well, yes. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page. Oh, oh, okay. That's a good one. I like it. I do like it. But what I was sitting here thinking about my, I was going to tell you, I had a top five idea. Toys. I Like iconic toys. You're fucking my buddy. buddy. My You're wrestling Diamond wrestling Dallas buddy. Page wrestling I buddy. I wore that damn thing out. At, to the point where it wouldn't talk no more. <laughs> Shut up. He was innocent then. <laughs> Now I wouldn't get him a buddy from nothing. <laughs> Especially with his hands crossed like that. This needed to be the, uh, the, the YouTube one. The video podcast. Alright guys. Okay. Uh, so yours? Mine. I mean the best ever to lace up a pair of boots. Ric Flair. 
you that's the thing you don't have to do. <coughs> I mean I wooed him. I get it. Like I'm not so much a fan of Flair. Yeah. I'm a fan I'm a Charlotte fan. Yeah. Yeah. But for everything that man has done for this business. I mean, I, I get that. It's... And to still be in it as much as he can. Yeah. Right. I would not be shocked if that poor man died in that ring. I think he, he wants either. to. I think he has, like, twice. Where's chances are? Once on Nitro. That, I don't remember that night. <laughs> the night he stripped down to his boxers. Would you see that one? I don't know. He was going off. He starts taking stuff off. He knee drops his jacket. I mean, he just went crazy. He definitely stroked out for a second. And then he laid down in the ring for a second. I'm like, is he? Okay, he's moving now. Okay. <laughs> uh, but honestly, it's 1A, 1B. Ric Flair or Shawn Michaels? I've always thought Shawn Michaels was good. The I, whole... I do. I... My mama loves some Shawn Michaels. Yes, she did. But he's another one. You put Michaels, you, you have Triple H. <clears throat> when you put Michaels, you got Bret Hart. Hart. I was going to say Bret Hart for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Bret Hart, yeah. But I'm talking Michaels even before Triple H. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah, 96, 97 Michaels. Even before that, I was a huge fan of the Rockers. I was, you know me, I love <laughs> tag team wrestling. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I love the Rock and Roll Express. I love the Rockers, you know, just watching them. It was... The Rockers were like WWF's version of the Rock and Roll Express. And I was always more of a Ricky Morton than Robert Gibson fan. And I was always more Shawn Michaels over Marty Jannetty. And then the turn, the through the barbershop window shit, I loved it. You know, as a kid, just seeing the visual of that, I was like, oh God, he's trying to fucking kill him. I love that they made it look so much worse than it was back then. I know. Because <laughs> it looks so bad, and then you're like, oh, well, that's not bad at all. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's not that it was bad. It was Jenny's damn fault. He's the one that tried to dive through the glass window to get away from Sean. I know. If he wouldn't have been so scared. Coward. Uh, number three, Stone Cold. Oh, yeah. Well, there goes one of our pyramids. <laughs> pyramids? <laughs> oh. Well, Rushmore. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, Stone Cold, he, you know, he defined the Attitude Era. It was... How many kids got in trouble in school for flipping beers and saying, hell yeah, all of them. <clears throat> Next time they're going to open a can of whip ass. Oh, yeah. Remember, Charlie got stuck. Charlie couldn't watch wrestling because he threw a chair at somebody. Great <laughs> in preschool. Yes. In preschool. And then my number four is going to be... My controversial, like I thought my Molly Holly pick was going to be, but then I had some backup over here. Uh, Chris Jericho. Oh! I don't think it's controversial. We no. talked about that earlier. I mean, look what he's still doing this thing, day. He, look how much he has grown. Like, to this day, he's from, still doing stuff. From the Lionheart, mm-hmm. you know, when he first, from ECW, transitioning from Mexico to ECW yeah. to WCW. Y2J. Then going to Y2J, and his first feud was a war of words with The Rock. Yeah. And then he was the first, uni- uh, first undisputed champion. He beat Rock and Austin. In the Beating same Rock, night. yeah, beat Rock and Austin in the same night to do that. Yeah, it's a work and it's all you know scripted out, but still they gave him that opportunity. But him being the one to take the reins and actually work with China, the yeah, way that they did the Intercontinental feud with him China. and China. Yeah, still one of my favorite feuds. <laughs> Great, yeah. <laughs> and then the transitioning. 
to the like yeah the heel roll all the stuff with Kevin Owens the list of Jericho when he knew he was you know not as athletic he changed his style up to do all of that uh he did go a little more comedy than I would have liked to have seen him go but I mean hell that's what they were asking him to do and I mean hell him. yeah and we're doing it right now we're making list I mean shit that was his whole gimmick you just made the list yeah and then the feud with Owens after that, and then leaving and going to Japan and doing all the stuff he did over there. I mean, completely changing himself from Y2J to the pain maker when he went over there. And then taking the biggest risk by going to a company. And then going to AEW and being the face of the company for them to first start mm-hmm. off and taking that company on his back for the first year, pretty much. Yeah. <coughs> and look at where that's gone now. I mean... And your garbage... And, Building that company's biggest heel for the future. Jericho has made that company so much money because of everything he's done with MJF. Oh, yeah. That's going to be the next star for the next 20, 20 some odd years. <clears throat> 20 years. 20 years. I just years. can't believe I've never heard anyone sing as a uh, ring music as good as they do Jericho's. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That is, they, that is insane. Well, it's like, the, I mean, Shinsuke Nakamura, they really, they used to do good for his, but dude, this is no joke. Like, yeah, this is actual lyrics to a song, not just a melody. I'm not even going to lie. The whole, the, the Dan Lambert thing Wednesday. <laughs> oh, that was great. They don't even fucking know the words. <laughs> <laughs> They're reading off their phones. Okay. He was on a radio show I listened to. Jericho was. I may have said this last week. I don't know. I think I may have told y'all not recording. And uh, they asked him, they're like, okay, how did that go? Was that scripted? Did you put the lyrics up? Did you know that that was going to happen? Jericho's like, you know, I kind of thought it might. And he said, me and Tony talked about it. We thought it might. And everybody's like, you should put lyrics up. You should put the lyrics on the screen. You know, you should, you know, paper the lyrics all over the place. And uh, they decided against it because they're like, no, because one or two things is going to happen. One, it's going to be an organic thing, and it's just going to go throughout the whole building, and it's going to be amazing. Or two, they're going to fuck it up, and it's still going to be amazing. (laughs) And then you go out there, you go out there, no music, he's just walking out like it's, you know, 1960s wrestling, you're just walking to the ring. And then the entire (coughs) arena just starts singing the song. I mean... People brought their own signs that had the lyrics on there. That was awesome. I saw but that. But literally, how much more over can someone get? Right. Like. <laughs> well, that is the tops. You know, the whole arena, no music, and they're singing your song. But I like what somebody said about the Jericho Cruise. <laughs> like, he was talking, I think it was Jericho himself that said it. It might have been on the same radio show just back then. He's like, I've got my own cruise, and everybody on the boat that's there to watch the wrestling was singing my song. He's like, I can't get any bigger than this. <laughs> I want to go to one of his damn cruises. Yes. Oh, yeah. That'd be I so like awesome. I perform. I would yeah. love He's been to the signal before. And he comes know. here all the time. He comes here time. a lot. Yeah. He actually had a date that had to be canceled due to COVID. Yeah, this most recent one. And the amount of time that guy spends on the road. Yeah. Yeah, it's like second entry, isn't 
mean, he said he does five shows a week <clears throat> for with Fozzie. He does five shows a week. One of the sh- one of the nights he doesn't have a show is Wednesday, so he can do dynamite. Dynamite. And Friday. Well, Friday because this week, yeah. Well, I was about to say Friday. Normally he has a show because that's you know the weekend crowds at shows like that. And he'd probably be a Sunday to spend a little time with his family, but. Okay, so what's our list going to be? I know we got Austin on there. I say Flair, Flair. Austin, Flair. Okay. Who else? I say Sean. Who also? Who else said Sean? Just one. I was about to say. I think <coughs> I'm the one that said Sean. Me and him both had Taker. Yep. I could. I could see Taker. I mean, I could there. see Taker. Taker. Austin, Flair, Taker. <clears throat> Flair, so Austin, Taker, right. and... Uh, who was your four? Well, besides the Austin-Rock combo at the end and Taker. Hogan. Hogan. Flair. Hogan and Flair. Josh, what was your four? Austin, Flair, Taker, Rock. And hey, where are yours? Mine was Flair, Sean, Austin, and Jericho. I mean, if y'all want to put The Rock on there, I'm okay with it because that... He... Honestly, I would say Jericho. Yeah. I'm totally okay with Jericho. Jericho. Jericho? Jericho. Just because he transcends... <clears throat> I mean, he does. He's And he's still doing it to this day. That would be my only <clears throat> argument with The Rock is it was such a small, short period of time that he did everything. Yeah, he was. Yeah, but look at the career he has now. I mean, he's a fucking billionaire. He's a right, Lord, but he's that was animal. that was all the action movies and everything. Yeah. But uh, all right. So, uh, let us know. Do you agree? Do you disagree? What's yours? Uh, yeah. What's your list? Uh. I know I've been getting, I've been getting text messages on, a lot of Wednesdays and Thursdays from people. Well, people Tyler RCW he's been messaging me. He he'll go through and listen, and we'll have a two hour long texting <laughs> back and forth conversation. Yeah, Crunk has been listening. Hey, Crunk, I love you. <laughs> Crunk, we all love you, not just her. She's he knows better. He knows. Okay. All right, so what are we doing for next week's top five? Uh, that's a good question. What do you want to do for the... Oh, well, I had a couple. I had a couple, but, I mean, we can just add it to the list. Not only for next week. Um, oh, I had told you I'm most underrated, current underrated, meaning the people WWE are fucking over right now. Um, Sammy Zane, you know, the, the, the norms. There you go. The norms. Good call. Kevin Owen. Should it be Kevin Steen? Inaugural winner. Oh, yeah. He'll be back for Kevin Steen. We'll get back. We'll get to that. And then the top five. I think classic toys. Like, that'd be a real fun one. So, do you want to do yeah. miss, the top five misused talent this week? This next week? That's fine. We can do that. Okay. Current, right? Current. Yeah. Ones that are... Well, do you want to be the ones that have already left or ones that are still there? We could probably mix it. We could edit it either or. Okay, so top five underused. 
All right, so <coughs> next week we are going to do the top five underused talent in WWE. I'll have to take on that one. That's what, not the one I actually had pre done. <laughs> I've got my first two. Hey, do they have a way to vote anywhere on our pages? Twitter. Uh, they could... I mean, they could message us on any of those, anything. If you guys have an idea that you would like to see us do, a top five that you would like to see us do. Yeah, definitely. Um, message message us. one of the Facebooks or, you know, one of the social media profiles. Let us know. I think I'm about to restructure the Facebook or something. Just I don't ever see it. Never. Because so many people are not seeing it. Some people are, but I'm not getting a lot of hits like we would when we've started back up fully in the past. So I may... Make another one, possibly. Just resend everything. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, what? Yeah, we'll figure something out. I mean, you still got the. Still got the Twitter. You still got the Twitter that you post the. You post a podcast to it every week. Yep, every and, week. Uh, and that was shit underscore indie eighty three on Twitter. Excuse me. Uh, message Will or Josh or Lady Hampton over here on the Facebook. But uh, let's go ahead and take a quick break right here. We'll come back, close this thing out. And uh, I mean, we're kind of in the close right now, but we got to come back with a pop. So we'll go ahead and take a quick break and we'll come back in just a second. All right, guys, we are back to close the show out. Uh, well, like we were saying before, hopefully you agreed with our Rushmores. Uh, message us. Let us know what you liked, what you didn't like. Who we should have put on there. Who we didn't have on there. Just uh, don't come at us crazy about, you know, like, some of our choices. Or why did you put this one what? on there? Don't do that. Don't be a dick. Yeah, let's just talk about it. Let's just communicate. I mean, everyone's going to be different. We all grew up in a different era in a different time. It's because I'm so much older than everybody as well. I mean, because wrestling is totally different nowadays. Yeah, so some of us might have put Austin Rock take, or some of us, we know y'all old guys out there might have put Carl Gotch and, you know, Luthez and... Frank Gotch. Yeah, Frank Gotch. That's what I said. Catch a part why I wasn't Frank. I didn't watch wrestling back then. Anyways. But, uh, yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Hopefully you're liking the new kind of format that we're doing. I didn't have any... Of all the messages I got, I didn't have anybody say they didn't like it. So that's a positive right there. But before we get out of here, let's uh, go ahead and remind you next week is the underused WWE talent that are either still there and being underused or not utilized properly or ones that have already left and made their way to other places. I can already tell you number one is Peyton Royce. <laughs> yep, yeah, she's going to gonna punch Hamlet? me. <laughs> we all know who my number one's going to be on this one. Who? Ryder. Ah, Ryder was definitely underused. Oh, yeah. Well, time out, time out. Wait till next week. Shut up. Woo, woo, woo. I already yeah. said one. Next week. Can't be giving it away. I mean, we do. It's called teasers. <laughs> Speaking of OnlyFans, Facebook, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah, everybody out there, 
OnlyFans.com, search Thick with two Ks, Vixen with two Xs. All one word, Thick Vixen. Uh, content coming soon. Yes, very soon. But uh, before we get out of here, Josh, what, what, time of the, what time of the month is it? Time for the pop! Oh my God. <laughs> Every fucking time. <laughs> Did you, did you say what time of the month it is? I it? did. <laughs> <laughs> did you see the thing I said, y'all, on Snapchat? I don't know. We said lots of... The Spahaha one where she ripped the... The huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was it? Spahaha. I thought he said Spahaha. So, there's this page that I think all of us follow... On TikTok, God. and she does like that. She, I guess, she's just a waxer person, and so she tells stories. Hopefully, very made up stories. <laughs> <laughs> and there was one that I shared today, and it was like she came out. She was talking, and she was asking if they had any tampons in the restrooms. And so the other girl, the receptionist, was like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." She says, "Okay." So she comes back and she's like, just, I, I, I have to, to, to just, and she says, so I was giving this chick wax and I just straight up yanked her red rocket out of her. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> that might be the same page that I showed her one. It was the girl talking and she's saying like, I gotta tell you what happened. Tell whoever you're on the phone with, you'll call them back. <laughs> she's like, Okay. So, I was in there waxing a friend of mine, and she's got a, and they didn't want to say only fans, so they tried to, they came up with different ways of saying fans, like friends and whatever else. Like, I was uh, in there waxing, and I turned around, and all of a sudden I hear, and then I turn around, and on the floor where there wasn't one before, there was a ping pong ball. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Oh no, my favorite one was the spider tattoo. <laughs> oh, hey, guys, we are uh, way off topic. Oh yeah, the pop. Oh, the pop. Okay. That was everybody's pop. Yeah, that red rocket popped out real fast. <laughs> <laughs> so did the big pop Didn't ball. John tell Shake you to stay on task? John, I'm trying to work here. This yeah. is a hard job. <laughs> Spitfire, John. This, this is the fun stuff we get off topic about, though. This is stuff we can all laugh about. When we get off topic and, you know, don't even know what we're going to talk about, that's when we complain. That's when John complains, really? That's when John complains. Damn it, John and his lettuce. <laughs> Let us get back on topic. Aha, Segway. Hey, fuck y'all. That's a little thing Paul Blart wrote on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but yeah, uh, Pop, who wants to go first? Oh, uh, uh, I guess I'll go. Okay, what you got? All righty. So, you know, a couple weeks ago, I talked about my new job. So, Pop is, you know, I'm loving it. It's great people. You've had the same Pop for the past three I'm weeks. I'm sorry, okay? I'm, I'm glad you said that. I well, my Pop is our job. Um, I just, I, I had a really bad day at work today. I actually had to get some stuff done. And uh, my provider was just <clears throat> there the whole entire time. She just was, you know, very professional and took care of me and, um, it, like I said, it was just a really, really bad day, <laughs> but, 
those of you that struggle with um, anxiety should know what that means. It was just a bad one. So I'm super thankful for the staff there and they jumped on board and didn't hesitate and treated me just like I was just a regular patient, not an employee. And um, it was good. I'm, I'm very blessed. Yes. Well, yeah, you just you said they took really good care of you. They didn't mind that they were getting behind, that yeah. they were just, yeah. Uh, and that's awesome. It's really good to have, yeah. you know, it's really good to be appreciated like that. I know it really is. that's yeah. why I was really happy about you finding that job because the provider you work for, you know, she, you can tell she, she appreciates you and what you do. She called when I got home today to check and, on me and make sure I was, you know, better. It's not COVID-related, guys. I'm fine. <clears throat> get back to me, please. I mean, you can say it. No, I don't want to get lose your views. Uh, okay, it doesn't nope, matter. No, we're not going on there. No politics, no vaccinations. Uh, popping, who's popping? Will's popping. <laughs> Sorry. Thought it was funny. <laughs> you would okay. be absolute all kinds Pop, of Pop, lock, and drop it. Go, Will. I guess mine's going to be that I'm finally... Not going to have to close every night. Hell yeah. Only for a week. But it's... It's still a week. Better than every night. He's a week on first, a week on second, a week on third. We're on third. What week are you on third? Do we, are we, you going to be able to record with us? I'm on third. I'm on nights. I'm still probably going to have Tuesdays, Wednesdays off. Oh, well, see, that's okay. Then. Except for like the occasional week. And weekend. Halloween. You need to come over watch your dynamite with us then. You have tomorrow. But tomorrow's also Matt Singer at Jesse's mom's. Oh. We do dinner and Matt Singer over there. We watch Matt Singer on Thursdays, so we don't have that problem. Yeah. I mean, y'all can just sign into my Hulu and watch it tomorrow. Oh, we have Hulu. We have Hulu. But I've got Hulu live. I was about to say, he got Hulu live TV. I'm not. Oh, sorry, back on track. Okay, back on track. <laughs> you can stop, okay? I'm sorry. I'll redo Don't mine. talk to me that way. All right. I mean, you can't do that. That's your brother. We <laughs> <laughs> are the opposite side of the room. You nasty fuck. Uh, Alright, redoing my pop. Alright, so my pop is going to be our friends. You know, like Jennifer said, we work a busy schedule. Sometimes it's hard to coordinate stuff around a schedule. We've been thankful for Will every week helping us out as far as getting the kids from school and from practices and stuff like that. So it's good to have a good close circle of friends and you know us, we hate people. It takes a village. It does. Especially one you can count on to Stop. I didn't say anything. I didn't name names. I just fell asleep. He doesn't watch this. No one watches it. They listen to it. Shut up! There you go. (laughs) Yeah, it's good to have a good close circle of friends, especially when people like us. Hang y'all just need to make sure y'all keep Crunk in the loop of that stuff, because you know <coughs> y'all don't ever tell him nothing. Motherfucker, Crunk, <laughs> Crunk, come I, watch Dynamite. I'm in your inbox every single night. Hey, Crunk, day. Come watch Dynamite tomorrow. <laughs> he came yes. and watched football. In the inbox every day and seeing him every night. Apparently, I would, I would <laughs> sign a girl up. I concur with that statement. <laughs> Silent a girl. Oh. What's your pot, Jason? Uh, mine is going to be... Uh, His wife has amazing titties. <laughs> and that is all for the turn of the... <laughs> no, uh, 
He really does need to end the podcast with one of those kind of replies like that one day and just. I mean, I'm no, going you got to pissed off when we started talking about roast beef. Shut up. That, yeah, hey, yeah. My tits are a good topic of conversation. Roast beef is not. Well, I can say true. either one of those are good topics for me because one is you can roast see beef. My tits on OnlyFans. Only fans search Thick Vixen, two K's, two X's. <laughs> but no, mine is, uh, we are hopefully back on track with our finances and everything. Well, we weren't off on track. Our landlord hit us for a loop. Yeah, but, you know, that was going to throw us off. But yeah. hopefully we've got everything Calm down the way I think we're going to. We're going to... We're getting our cars this weekend. Getting cars this weekend. That's very positive. Yeah, very positive. Super positive. So, yeah, just a, a burden off our back, I guess, is the best way to put it. And, you know, not having to worry and stress about what we're going to do and... Jennifer and I agreed we're going to take it one day at a time. We're not going to think about what could be the bad shit right now. We're going to keep everything in perspective and use this as we always do as hang out, laughy therapy time. Yeah. Easier said than done, but a lot of positive things are coming up soon for us. I mean, we do big things. Yeah. Like- you know, we're big with our family on um, Halloween and our friends. And I was about I mean, to say, when we say family, we mean friends. Yeah, I don't mean... You don't have to be blood to be family. Blood. I mean, we do a Halloween party. We do Friendsgiving. We do, you know, Christmas. And um, I just... I'm the kids have excited. the best Uncle Will. He always buys them way too much. Way too much. <laughs> <laughs> we to stop doing that shit. Are you that's what, that's what this was. The He buys them way too much. That was the hint. And you think I'm going to fucking listen? Or stop? I mean, that's, no, we know you're not going to, but still. To stop, that's for sure. <laughs> no, they're not. Like, that's what I thought he, because you said that he wanted to pick us up today, so I was like. And he did get you something. He got you a Gatorade, Powerade, something. I was see? very happy about that because I was so thirsty. <laughs> he texted me, what's Emily's favorite Powerade? I said, Ah, uh, blue. You can't go wrong with blue. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, for uh, Turn the Buckle Podcast this week, hopefully you enjoyed everything. We love you guys. Keep listening. Keep giving us suggestions. What do you want to hear us talk about? What's the top five list you want us to do? Uh, you know, hit us up on the Twitter, at shit underscore ND83. Hit Josh or Willa or Jennifer up on Facebook. Be like, hey, y'all should talk about this. Uh, we're going to get to Facebook figured out to figure out why some people and some others are not seeing stuff. So bear with us on that. Yeah, tell us what you like, what you don't like, what you want to hear, what you don't want to hear. We've said it before. We can't get Josh off the podcast, so quit saying that's the worst part about it. <laughs> <laughs> It worked. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) But for the Turn the Buckle podcast this week, I am Jason Hampton. Josh Cox. Will Clark. Lady Hampton. Good job, honey. (laughs) Sorry, I was looking at cars. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I was looking at cars. 
All right, peace out, fuckers.